welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Monday, February 1st, and the market of stocks bounced back from Friday's week tape. Huge rebound in stocks today. The bulls were the definitive winners of today's session following Friday's sell-off. There's a saying out there, markets don't bottom on Fridays. But with today's action, you'd be hard-pressed to agree with that notion on this given day. We're looking for stocks to continue to advance this week. On Friday, the silver ETF SLV had its largest daily inflow. We saw it continue to gain today as silver surged 7%, making its largest single-day gain since last August. There's rumors that this is the next target for the Wall Street bets bunch. Could we see another epic short squeeze in the silver market? Oh man, these rumors. So these rumors, the rumors going back and forth here that the Wall Street bets crowd are going after silver as a way to stick it to the banks who they claim are artificially suppressing prices. There's a longstanding theory out there. I'm talking like decades and decades long that silver prices are systematically suppressed. In this theory, the Fed uses bullion banks, which are banks involved in precious metal trading. They use these banks as its agent to put on naked silver shorts to drive the price of silver down, which A, protects the US dollar's value, and B, enables banks to repurchase silver at lower prices for a profit. The Wall Street's bets crowd theoretically would be looking to capitalize on the naked short selling in another attempt at a short squeeze, which would in turn crush those banks with the shorts again, theoretically. So the Wall Street bets crowd is trying to corner the silver market now? You know, it seems that way, but I think they'll quickly realize the commodities market is much more vast than a single stock with 140% of the float short. Before GameStop became the focus of these guys, the average volume in the name would equate to about $50 million or so traded per day, which pales in comparison to the $11 billion or so traded in the silver futures market in 2020. And to couple that information, there just aren't overwhelming short positions in silver. Banks have been recommending hedge funds and institutional investors actually go long. So the Reddit army may be able to cause a short-term pop, but I wouldn't anticipate anything close to what's going on with GameStop. And to further that point, Citadel, who is one of the hedge fund targets of this operation, is the fifth largest holder of silver. So the Wall Street bets crowd succeeded in crushing some of these hedge funds last week. Melvin Capital announced they were down 53% in January. But I wouldn't anticipate this hedge fund crushing trend to continue much longer with the action we saw today. Speaking of GameStop, what's the latest going on here? Brokerages restricted trading in the stock due to capital concerns, but are the hedge funds still feeling the squeeze? It appears this GameStop trade may have topped out when looking at a few important data points. The stock was down over 30% today. What made the stock go crazy was about 140% of the float being short, right? Well, since then, we're seeing less than 50% of the float short, meaning that most of the hedge funds and whoever else was short took their losses. There just isn't the same amount of fuel to propel these stocks higher if the majority of investors are no longer short. Another point it seems the crowd missed was the market-making aspect. Citadel, again, is one of the hedge funds at the center of this. Half their business is within Citadel Securities, which makes markets by, for example, selling options. They've done 30% of GameStop's retail trades last month. With elevated option prices due to the increased demand in these names, they're killing it on the market-making side. A person close to the matter said this is the best market-making action they've seen since the year 2000. So it's been a fun narrative, but I don't know how much longer we'll see them make waves. Elon Musk's SpaceX announced after hours that it'll fly their first mission to space with an all-civilian crew later this year. Is this just the start of another race to space? 
you know, we'll have to see, but this is definitely big news for the space exploration market. SpaceX will launch four individuals on a crew dragon into orbit around Earth towards the end of this year. They've dubbed this the world's first all-civilian mission. It'll be commanded by Jared Isaacman, who's the founder and CEO of Shift4 Payments. And the best part here, the mission is raising support for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital with all proceeds heading their way. Virgin Galactic gained 21% today, and the stock is actually up 8% after hours. Do you think this is a sympathy trade following the news from SpaceX? Absolutely. This just further legitimizes the space exploration market. This is like when new electric vehicles began to be introduced, and it only fueled Tesla's stock higher because it just legitimized the market. The first thought here may be, well, won't the added competition hurt Virgin? But the market is so new and so untapped that this type of news can be considered good news for Virgin as well. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. Alibaba is expected to report earnings early tomorrow morning, while Amazon and Google will report after the close. We'll reconnect again tomorrow after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.